the Mark West Sports Podcast. I just keep going. <laughs> what's good? What's good? Right, what's good? What's good? Welcome to the Mark West Sports Cast Podcast. Yeah. You know, yeah. We, we, we back on the mic and we back. We're, we're back for the first time on the camera now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I want to jump into it. We got a lot of interesting news this week. Yeah, definitely. One of which, I think one of the most interesting things of the week for me was the fact that Tua Takavailoa played in a game, one. That was like the first. Yeah. That was the first surprise for me. Like, okay, so he they, they put him in a game. Because I was actually thinking that, too. Like, maybe in the last two minutes, they, you know, let him get a snap, or two, a series or two. So... He got in there. He completed two passes. So I was like, okay, looks like we got some. I'm glad he got a little playing time against the lowly Jets that we shut out 24-0. Mm-hmm. But to hear the news that Tua has been named the starting quarterback was quite alarming to me. me you too. know what I'm saying? I was, I was just upset. like, why? Fitz mm-hmm. is doing his thing. He's doing Fitz magic at times, mm-hmm. you know. Like, why put your franchise quarterback in harm's way in a season that you'll probably, you know, maybe you'll make the playoffs, but you're not going to make a significant championship run. And that's exactly what I was actually thinking. Like, why do that? Why why put your starting quarterback in the your franchise quarterback in the starting position? It was the pressure, and the, and I think the um they were saying something about the the schedule being changed because of the COVID. I think they was thinking about possibly having him um start week eleven, but you know now you know they got him starting earlier. Me, I I didn't want him to play the whole year, you know, not just that because you know Fitz, he's the heartbeat of the team. One, you know, he's doing his thing. He just like um like you said um um had a twenty four. Um, to zero lead on the New York Jets, you know, um, and, and and of course we played the San Francisco for San Francisco 49ers. Our defense looked stout, you know, everything was on point. So yeah. So, yeah, we look good. So I don't understand, like, why why put Tua in there? I mean, I understand you you want to see what you got from the from the kid, and. A lot of other quarterbacks that were high draft picks has have had some success. So I'm just like, you know, let let let's see what he got. But like, maybe towards the end of the season when you know you don't have a playoff uh, chance, you know, I feel like it's too soon. Like, let just let Fitzy play it out. And what was sad was, was Fitz kind of felt like how, yeah, he like responded in a way where you you felt him. You know, you felt the boy like, damn, you know, I, I was just getting it going. And this is my right off into the sunset anyway. You know, who who fits was bas- basically a journeyman his whole career. And finally, you know, he, he gets a bunch of young guys. He's the veteran. He's teaching a potential franchise quarterback. He'll have that. Mm-hmm. But the thing about the NFL, that gives no fucks. You know, it's not for long. In the NFL, and it's understandable. You know, <laughs> yeah, the no fucks league. See, you know, my, my whole thing is as far as with that, you know, piggybacking off what Marcus was saying. Like, um, I mean, Fitz took it bad, you know, because at the end of the day, like nobody that's basically the journeyman 
he's going to actually, you know, finally have that team. You know, you got young players that actually think you're the heartbeat of the team and not the detriment of the team. And you're actually playing well now, um, getting it taken away. You know, especially, like I said, the 24-0 um, to zero, um, shutout against the New York Jets. Now, um, as far as Tua, you know, playing, like I said, I want him to play next year. You know, make sure that our O-line have that continuity. Um, right now they're looking like they're gelling a little bit. But, you know, our left tackle, he's injured. So I wouldn't want to go against the best defensive tackle in the league, you know, with Tua, you know, with our, our starting um, left tackle. And we're still trying to um, figure things out. But, hey, it is what it is. Like Marcus said, this is the um, no fucks leagues, no fucks given. I don't care about um, what you got going on. This is how we're going to go ahead and do it. But, again, Fitz, you shouldn't be taking it as bad. Why? Because uh, one thing, you knew this was the plan. Now, it may, it may have came a little earlier than expected, but, I mean, I'm not going to cry over checks that I'm getting to just chill. You know, I don't mind being on the bench. You know, especially if I know I'm old and I'm going to retire anyway, um, this year, possibly next year, you know, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, take them checks, you know, help um, Tua out and call it a day. But, you know, I'm just me, you know, it's different. When you're in the sport, of course, you want to be in the game. So, you know, I see both sides of the angle. But what will he do against the L.A. Rams, though? You know, you're going to have, like, uh, Aaron Donald that's going to be breathing down his neck. Um, you know, he really has to gel with his his team in game situations. Mm -hmm. We'll see how he does with that. Not just that, but, you know, I think, you know, we had a few injuries. You know, Devontae Parker, uh, hopefully, you know, you was able He's to. He's always hurt. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, since he got that check or even that last year, even before he got that check, um, he, he, he started knowing, like, yo, um, I need to I do my thing. Up. And not just that, but, you know, going back to, um, you know, Adam Gase, like who want to play for Adam Gase? You know, so I kind of feel him. I don't know if it was he really was injured or he, he if he could have played and he'd be like, nah, I ain't playing for this nigga. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I'm just saying, you know, look, 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 look at the history, you know, with Adam Gase. You know, Tannehill go to Tennessee and he balling out of control. You know what I'm saying? So, again, you had the best safety traded him you know you got had one of the best running backs traded him you know so again at the end of the day like I look at it both sides but regardless of the fact um I think the Dolphins gonna do good on that game um I, I believe in the coaching staff you know of course like I said um our own line is on point um and, and, and I think it's gonna be a lot of quick passes real quick you know just to you know have the the defense uh, on their um heels you know, and then give him a little mix of running, you know. But, again, if Dante, if Devontae Parker and our, our raw receivers that was nicked up last week, if they wind up being able to play, you know, I think that we got the better quarterback because, you know, Goff, you know, when I look at him, I don't see elite. I don't see, you know, on what everybody else is talking about. You know, he's trash just like the quarterback that was in um, Trubisky from Chicago. That's how I look at him. I don't see him as an elite quarterback or even a good quarterback. So I think that we're going to win regardless of the fact. There's a lot of defensive tackles that played good and, and, and was the defensive player of the year and won no rings because why? It's not like the NBA. Your, your, your quarterback got to do what he do. I mean, I hope the Dolphins win, shit. I mean, but 
if they win, it'd be a Tua's first time starting and beating the L.A. Rams, who are like one of the best teams in the NFC right now. And you know me, I'm gonna give you my real perspective on it, and I oh, just yeah, don't, I don't think they're gonna win. You know, just because you got a rookie quarterback out there playing against Aaron Donald, okay. um, unless. Flores can scheme something brilliant like, you know, Belichick used to do, um, you know, against us. So quick passes, you know, quick passes, run, run, run the ball, you know, have them on easy. I mean, of course, you got Aaron Donald and you got Ramsey over there. You know, he from down here. You know, he from the crib, Florida. You know, he do his thing. Possibly the best um, cornerback in the actual league. But, again, this is what I want to see. I want to see Devontae Parker versus Ramsey. Ramsey, he kind of got um, handled last week or the year, um, the week before then where he yeah. got bombed. So, so you know, um, me personally, that. like like I'm saying, like our, or I know they wouldn't have drafted, um, you know, Tua if he was not accurate. Now, again, if he has time, I think he could make any pass that they want, period. You know, and, yeah, of course, like what you're saying – Flores, he's going to go ahead and make a, a scheme where it's favorable for um, Tua because, I mean, I mean this is his first starting game in the NFL. You're going against possibly the best corner and possibly, yeah, not even possibly, the best defense attack when Aaron Donald. So, again, but I like our O-line. So, again, if me looking at it, if he could take a hit, if Tua could take a hit from Aaron Donald, and get right back up. That's gonna shut everybody up as far as what the what the you know injuries and this that, and the other. Or just the thought of that uh, just makes my he heart cringe. drop. You know, so <laughs> you, know. you know, hopefully he doesn't get hit at all by Aaron Donald. Exactly. The thing about Tua though is that he's got some escapability. You know, he he can run. You know, uh, as long as he learns how to slide, if he can run similar to what Patrick Mahomes does, where he just gets him yards and he slides, him and Kyler Murray are, are starting to be, you know, just wizards at just sliding, you know, because these are not huge quarterbacks, but they can get you some chunk yards when you need them. So if he could do that, then, yeah, we, we got a chance, you know, to win that game. But, you know, if they do, um, it'll be a big upset. I mean, I don't think it's an upset. You know, that's not my heart, really. You know, normally, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm loyal down here. It's, it, it's all things Heat, all things Miami Dolphins, all things Marlins. You know, even though I don't really fuck with the Marlins because they've been trashed for a little while. But again, Yeah, regardless. I don't really fuck with the Marlins because yeah. they built that dumbass stadium over there to, um, you know, uh, to tear down my orange bowl man like they they, yeah. they should have never tore down the motherfucking orange bowl mm-hmm. to build that fuck ass stadium i mean yeah it was shit but you just you just you just had you just had to tear it down and build it back up though they tear it down and build it back up you know just like how they did with hard rock yeah, hard dude. rock is like way better than what it was joe robbie you know <laughs> joe robbie stadium yo but um but yeah. yeah, I think I think the Dolphins got a chance, but you know, I think that, that is just an interesting, you know, move by the team uh to really just go with Tua in this moment. And um, you know, well I mean, I think you should try to trade Fitzpatrick at this point. Cause, Why? Because you can get some value for him. Uh, you know? I don't really Because he's got like one, two years left. I would you know? agree if if we still had Josh Rosen here, but like who else who we got? Josh Rosen him? was garbage. I know, but we have no backup. Fitzpatrick Draft is the backup. Somebody. 
Draft so, somebody. Mm, That's how I would say. I think I, I think I still want that that veteran there. You know, now again, if if if, if Tua's like all world and do his thing, you know, and it's like you know he technically don't need Fitzpatrick at all, you know, because he's doing his thing. Um, maybe I'll agree, but even even if he do his thing, like how would I know that you know Fitzpatrick don't have his hands in that? Because at the end of the day, like you're still on the team when you when you score a touchdown, when you um throw an interception, you know we're sitting right next to each other looking at the same um film on the on that tablet. So again, you know, yeah, um, I like it a little bit because you know Fitzpatrick is he's really a good quarterback, but not just that, he's really you can really see. The quarterback in him now that these other quarterbacks like the Peyton Mannings they've retired, you know, because or, or the Tom veteran. or the Tom Brady's, which, which makes me transition to a different topic because Tom Brady got a new receiver oh, added to the squad this week, like? and that's Antonio Brown. Can you believe Antonio <laughs> Brown is back in the NFL? I mean, I could believe it. I mean, I could see that seeing it coming, but like, damn, for it to really happen now that it's happened, and it. he gets to stay in Florida and play with the one of one of the quarterbacks that is considered the best of all time, along with Mike Evans and mm-hmm. uh, Chris Godwin, mm-hmm. and you know, he still got Gronkowski out there. Yep. Uh, Leonard Fournette is a running back. Ronald Jones is a decent running back. Like, wow, you know, they got a really good uh, <laughs> rookie uh, in 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 Worfs. Who's, who's actually turned out to be a really good draft pick that uh, that they got on the O-line, so you got some stability there. Uh, the defense is pretty decent. I mean, you still got a Dominican Sue, that motherfucker, you know, he who ready just to go. eating, eating you know, quarterbacks and money, man. Aaron Donald is Dominican Sue 2.0. Dominican Sue plays for the Bucks. yeah. Exactly. Aaron Donald is Dominican Sue 2.0. We, 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 we're looking at the, the old school, you know, but of course we know Aaron Dollar. He's the truth. But again, and not just that, but you know they played with each other last year on the Rams, and that defense was stout. You know, so again, you know you got A. B. going to Tampa Bay Bucks with, of course, um, Tom Shady. It's all good. You know, um, like me personally, I wouldn't mind um, Tom Brady winning only a, unless they're playing the Dolphins. You know, but again, if you can, you know, do your thing because I don't like Belichick more. You know, so again, excuse me, Bella cheat more. So I'm gonna go ahead and and agree with the AB um, trade. You know, AB is our world. Like you know what he does. He's a you know Pro Bowl player. You know his his workout and work ethic is great. You know, so again, when you look at um you know um, Tampa Bay Bucks, you're looking at the possible dream team right now. I hope they hopefully they don't wind up flaming out like the Clippers because the Clippers. You know, we're supposed to win, and, you know, they got eliminated. So, um, but, again, you got A.B. I seen what he did when he was in New England that short period of time. You know, he was yeah. balling. You know, um, Tom Brady been advocating for him for the longest. So that possibly mean that actual case that he actually got. I don't think that Tom Brady would advocate for him publicly if he really thought that A.B. was a rapist and did what they saying that he did. You know, so again, and not just that, but the NFL is bringing him back also. But, you know, it is what it is. But sometimes when they're smoked, they're fire because you used to um, fuck with Ben Roethlisberger. And, of course, you know, Ben Roethlisberger, you know, have two allegedly rigged allegedly. Um, I mean, um, cases questionable, that, you know, you know, he wind up winning against. Accusations. 
I think Antonio Brown still. I have mean, it. he, you know, he has enough. He's going to a perfect situation. You, you out there with Tom much. Brady, who is knows. I mean, I don't know about staying nah, out of see, trouble. My whole thing is, like, he don't you know, need he to stay just out got, of trouble. He just got to keep it from the media. Like, nah. if you just, you know, because yeah, he's probably going to, you the, know, the, the truck he's probably going to get into something, you know, but, like, just, you know, just keep it out of the social media. Exactly. Just keep it from the limelight. See, but you know going at what you're saying as far as with the social media thing, he has a contract. Um, He has a deal about, um, you know, um, social media, everything that he does. You know he has to probably post it on the social media. That's why when he was when he was in Pittsburgh. I mean he's yeah, not young though, he's man. Not, he's not really that young. He's, he's in his he's mid-30s. Like maybe like 31, 32. You know he's yeah, still young. He's, on he's his in way, his prime. He's on his you way know? to retirement. But he's on he's his not way in out. his prime. What thirty-one? Between he's twenty-seven and thirty. What, what? What is Antonio your prime? Antonio Brown is like on his way out. He was damn near retired. How old was he? I don't know. Like I don't know what his actual age is, See, but, but he's got to be in mid thirties. Well, from my understanding, is your prime was considered the age of twenty seven to thirty three, or something like that. Not in football years, bro. Yeah. Well, probably in he's basketball. He's a football player, oh, yeah. Excuse bro. Excuse me. Probably Come in on, basketball, man. not football. <laughs> like but, definitely. But, but 20, he's a wide receiver. 32. So he's thirty two. Thirty two. So you know, I, I see him playing like another three years. You know, I not mean, at a high level. Look though. at T.O. Like T.O. still can ball. They just don't want him because of the those athletes. last years from T.O. was garbage, man. Like those those years when he was with Buffalo and like, come on, man. Like, look he what was, team you're talking about. You know, and then Jerry Rice. Those old years, Jerry Rice, the greatest receiver to ever play. It played it for and longer Oakland, than anybody else. Yeah. Talking about Seattle. You forgot some Seattle oh, days. Yeah. See, that's probably why <laughs> yeah, I don't like, remember it. <laughs> 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 like I'm just saying, like it's 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 ugly for for older receivers. Now I'm not saying that Antonio Brown ain't got it. I feel like he's gonna score and score a bundle. Like pick him up on he's fantasy on if he's available. <laughs> he's you on know? the dream team, like and you said. He's on the dream team, so he's not gonna get all the attention at exactly, all. Exactly. You got Mike Evans getting double teamed already. You know, which leaves Chris Godwin open. Antonio Brown is gonna be open across the middle, and Tom Brady's gonna find him. And see, but they're you not gonna, they're not gonna be worried about the other receivers. They're worried about Antonio Brown. Them other receivers don't got rings. Them other receivers don't got the worth ethic that Antonio Brown has. They, like, look, you got to understand, like, he's he's basically, like, Super Bowl ready. He's bred to actually win games. He's just like a Tom Brady, even, but he don't cheat. That's the only thing. He don't cheat, you know. But other than that, when I'm looking at Antonio Brown, I'm like, look, they could put him in a slot, you know, if they actually want to. I mean, but Antonio Brown ain't got no rings either, bro. Antonio Brown don't got no rings for Pittsburgh Steelers? No, nah, he got no rings. How? You sure? I, I'm pretty sure he wasn't on that, that last team uh, that won a championship because that was like Santonio Holmes in them days. I think you know, Antonio That was Brown, like um, Roethlisberger maybe third year in the nah, league. Roethlisberger's on his way out too, nah, but see, he Rob, still is pretty decent. You got to give see, it to Big him. See, Big Ben, he's on his way but, out, um, but like you got to understand, like, I, you know, Brown our producer, our loyal producer, Chris, is finding ring. out, you know, if he has a ring. But me, I think I remember him having like at least two rings, you know? So, so, so. so you yeah. Know, he, he, he I, I, we're, we're looking that up, yeah, but he, regardless of the fact, even if he don't got a ring, which I do think he do have a ring. He's just um, a good player who never got a chance to bring a ring. So, he... 
uh, has a chance to do that. I Hall mean, if they do, it would be quite you know amazing because the Super Bowl is actually come on, in. Man, you from Tampa down here, Bay, man. You got to give him a little bit more credit. Like, come yeah, on, yeah, yeah. He's a lo- first ballot Hall of Famer. Absolutely, like, like, a first like, ballot like, Hall of Famer. Like, people Antonio call Brown is one of the greatest receivers look. for an era. He's like he he had an era where he was the most dominant player. Like, and and that's saying a lot. That's saying yeah, a lot for for a receiver. Damn. That's saying a lot for a receiver just to be the most dominant player um, in the game, in football. And he was that for, you know, I would say a good four years, you know. Uh, but that was his prime. He's definitely past his prime now. But he has a chance to possibly get a ring with Brady. And if to, if they get that in Tampa Bay, Tom I mean, Shady, that'd be crazy. Uh, but, you know. I wouldn't it, be mad at it. If you ask me, which takes me to kind of our next topic is that, you know, Brady – now with with Antonio Brown there has a lot of pressure on it. Call him Shady. Now he's got pressure. Shady. Because he has to light it up with this arsenal. Nobody has this arsenal. You know what I'm saying? As Which far as you got Mike you Evans, you got win, Chris Godwin, you got Antonio Brown, you got your boy Gronk with you. You got to win if you're Tom Brady. Shady. If says like Nah, nah, yeah, nah. Yeah, that, he's pa- he's past that. He's right past now. That. He's happy. He's I think all he's, about a he's ring past right that. now. He's past. He, he, he's he's all about a ring. A ring you know? And not just that, but again, if your name attached to possibly the greatest quarterback of all time, not in my book, you know, because I call him a cheater. One of. He's one. One of. of you know, I think you know Joe Mon- Joe Montana. I'm, really, I think the best quarterback in the NFL, passing wise, was who? Dan Marino. He don't have no ring. But I think he was the best passer, pure passer, you know, in the NFL. I agree with that. You know, then you got the Joe Montanas and everybody else, you know, but 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 pure passer. Then you get the Peyton Mannings. Peyton Manning, he know how to finesse the line. Like, yo, you, you know, handle your thing, you know. And you wind up seeing Tom Brady wind up doing that later in his career. He wind up picking up what on, on Peyton Manning was doing. But again, pure passer, best pure passer is who. The great Dan Marino, but again, yeah, I'll definitely agree with that. I agree that Dan Marino was uh, the greatest pure passer in the NFL, um, especially for his time. I mean, I feel like he was way ahead of his time. It's just a damn shame he didn't win a, a Super Bowl because he didn't put a defense or a running game at the same time. Yeah, you for know, him to win a ring, which you know is unfortunate. It, it, it's all good though, <laughs> um, but there's there's a lot of other. Uh, Should somebody pick up Colin pa- Kaepernick? Not me now, personally. I think, I think somebody he's good should enough to to play in the league for sure. I think he should. He should play for Dallas. He should, but is that gonna happen? Think nah, about absolutely history. not. Think about history. We <laughs> Jerry know- Jones was actually the owner who was probably most re- most resistant to exactly. any type of uh, Black Lives Matter movement. Um, and, you know, as far as. You know, kneeling for the flag or whatever. I just think about that. You know, Jerry Jones was totally against that, and that would never happen. See, but but again, think about it. What a contrast in American philosophy. Think about it, though. Like, if you're thinking about, you know, not even like football, just thinking about, you know, being in America, being American, you know, being a black man in America. Like, like you got certain states that you know, like it's a little pressure. You know, it's a it's. You're going to go through some things. You know, racism do exist. It may not be on 
TV or social media, but it does exist. Like Texas is one of them. North Florida is another one. You know, you got, you know, Louisiana is another one. You know, Alabama is another one. South Carolina is another one. You know, I could keep going on and on. So, again, when I think about all the southern states, you know, the southern states, I'm like, I know, like, they do not want Kaepernick in in, in no Dallas. Now, even that's a no brainer for me and you. But, again, we black Americans, you know what what it is, you know. Um, You know, sometimes, you know, speaking up, sometimes taking a knee, you know, is going to cost you a lot of things. It's going to cost you, you know, uh, on public image, it's going to cost you money. You know, yeah. and, and, and you know, he gave that up, which I salute, you know, Colin, you know, I salute you, you know. Um, but again, like, but yeah, um, I could see him playing for like maybe Jacksonville or either the New York teams, which are just terrible right now, or uh, but that's what they want to do, you know, they don't want to put him on a team like Dallas that got everybody on point and they just need a quarterback. They're going to put him on the Jets. They're going to put him on Cleveland Browns so they could say that, oh, it was him. And you, you feel what I'm saying? So, again, you black, I'm black, you know, so you already know what it is. They're not going to put us in the best situation to succeed. Now, again, you got – now, again, everybody's not racist. Every state, you know, even though you have a lot of racist people in there, there are some states, even though that state is racist, there's some good people. You know, everybody's not bad. But again, you got to know how it is to be in America. And me personally, as far as like Colin Kaepernick, yeah, do he deserve his job? Is he going to get a job? No, especially after the NFL wind up, you know, for the first time in NFL history, do like a combine for one individual. You know what I'm saying? And then he wind up supposedly snubbing them, even though he probably had good reason to. But again, they're not going to give you a second chance. Those people that have the the, the power, you know, they're, you know, they're not they're not they're not you know um liking when you know being slapped in the face and especially slapped in the face on the world stage so again as far as me i think he deserves a job do i think he's going to get a job no i don't so again as far as this calling kaepernick thing i salute you everything on what you did for the black community as far as with the police brutality it it has nothing to do with black lives matter because black lives matter but it seems like this black Lives matter movement is um got hijacked and it's something else but it is what it is no politics here we're going to continue i mean unfortunately yeah i I don't think colin kaepernick will get a job um in in this league um you know just because of the situation that west just spoke about and the fact that he hasn't played for a couple years now three four years so like i wouldn't take a risk on a quarterback that hasn't been playing football for the past couple of years, and you'll have that controversy always swirling around your program, distracting the uh, the players on winning games. Unfortunately, so unfortunately, Kaepernick, love what you did. Um, a lot of people misinterpreted his messages. Uh, was really about just saving black lives and. You know, if you are black or you know somebody black, you know, it was just about keeping those people alive. That's it. And and for (laughs) me, my my whole perspective on on that topic is like, you know, it's not even much necessarily just 
black lives because you know police do green shit to white people also or impoverished impoverished people anyway my whole thing is like it's just like you know addressing like what happens of course it happens to black people on a higher rate you know than any other race but regardless of the fact it's just being in america a, a, a accountable not even just america like not, everywhere like not not everywhere you know, like like come on like racist racism is not as big in, in certain areas like as certain areas like europe yeah like, they do embrace us i went not, to to france they're it was, not it was on point, really you know racist like that because it just because there's so many nations are blending in. So what it is is like basically said, like the world is like you got certain people that hide it and you got certain people that's uh currently like our president that don't right. give a fuck about your feelings and if you know, not saying that he is racist, it's just like some people don't give a fuck how you feel. They don't care if what I'm saying to you, even though I'm it may be truthful, is how you say it. Even though, you know, because, again, at the end of the day, people are going to have their own bias, again, regardless of the fact, regardless of which race. You're going to have black people that have bias, white people that have bias. So, again, in regards to to that situation, like, hey, it is what it is. You got to know how to um, deal with it. Sometimes you could want change, but sometimes change ain't going to happen as fast as you want it. So, again, keep protesting, calling. I salute. You know, um, every other player that's, um, you know, um, using their stage, even though I don't like LeBron, same thing as LeBron, salute all these other players to bring it up in a public eye, not just in the United States, but in a world eye, you know. It just, it, 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 don't, it don't, racism is not just the United States. Other countries are going through it, you know, and Definitely that's what it is. Definitely not as much, but, you know, it's all good. <laughs> um. Right now we're gonna. I mean, let's let, let's to, keep it going with the NFL. I mean, like we we were just talking about Black Lives Matter, but let's talk about does Trevor's life really matter? Who? Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence. Does his life really matter? Because if 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 we do care about his life, then we care about him going going to the New York Jets. No, <laughs> no, <And> we don't. <laughs> we don't care about Trevor Lawrence going to the New York Jets. I care. I don't want to see him. You know, Tom Brady is finally out of our damn um division after like nineteen twenty years of getting the Patriots to the Super Bowl, AFC Championship. No, I do not need Trevor Lawrence there. He's already like. Um, supposedly was a uh, new Peyton Manning, new Andrew Luck. You know, he's yeah. one of those realms. I don't need him in the Dolphins division. I'm Seriously. sorry. If anything, Seriously. if anything, um, <laughs> Dallas, keep losing, Dallas. Keep losing so you can go ahead and get your new quarterback. Dak, I fuck with you, but I'm sorry, man. You left that bread on the table, man. You were supposed to get that. You got to understand, like, me, man, give me a little something and I'm good. You feel what I'm saying? Nah, because I, I know where I came from. Now, again, regardless of the fact, sunshine. I mean, me personally, I want the Jets to fire Adam Gase because as soon as they fire Adam Gase, that new coach is going to give them like a little a little push and then they're going to go ahead and wind up winning like one or two games. They're still going to be garbage, but they're going to win one or two games and he's not going to be in our division. Who is that? Trevor Lawrence. Who Let's is that? Hope. Mr. Sunshine. Let's hope. We don't need him. Nah, bro. Yeah, you know, we, we got to root for Joe Flacco, man. We got to root for him to have like a great season. Please, for Flacco, him. come on, man. Really Please, just man. like – 
dig yourself up, you know, go back to, to, to Baltimore, Joe Flacco in the Super Bowl that won the Super Bowl against Kaepernick, by the oh, way. Trevor Lawrence <laughs> is, is the truth. Our producer just asked us, you know, if Trevor Lawrence is that serious. Yeah. He's I mean, he made, he made the Hurricanes look, you know, average. You Even know? though they gave his ass some bullshit yeah. with that rough in the pass. So you got hit in the stomach and, and, and they're going to throw a rough in the pass. Where can I hit you? You don't want me to hit you in the knee. Yeah, but that, that was that was probably the most bogus targeting targeting call I've ever seen in my That's life. I play and and obviously I'm biased because it happened against my Hurricanes, but it was definitely the worst targeting case I've ever seen. Exactly. I mean, Diaz did blow a gasket on the sideline, but I I was like, how are you gonna call targeting when? the helmet goes to the body you to know body. like it's going to the body like you don't want to hit the legs you don't want to hit the head what am i supposed to hit the arm you know like it's to the body that's like the it was the worst call i've ever seen that's as far as targeting to, they to, have to, to redo the whole targeting uh rule i think nah, all together look you know they need it like need a, don't like don't if you think it's targeting like you throw the flag and replay it and then replay it but they replayed it. And then it. take away the flag. <laughs> Why can't you take it. away the flag nah. if you don't believe it's targeting see, or even why, a penalty? See, that's why I fuck you know? with Marcus because like, come on. Like, and and that's exactly what I was thinking also. But then immediately after during that game, replay. And after the replay, they still gave it to him. So again, it's just the difference between nowadays and back in the days. You yeah, know, back in the days they, they would they would chalk that up. They would be like, "All right, dust know? itself off." So, so shouldn't have got know, hit. <laughs> it is you know? what it is, man. But but at the end of the day, like um, Trevor Lawrence, he is a beast, Mister Sunshine. Please do not go to the Jets. I like your comment saying you do not want to be drafted by the New York Jets. No, he you didn't know? say that. He though. did say that. Nah, that's, that's not official. That's bogus. You, you be looking at them bogus sites, man. It's not true. So who said that? I that, that was part, I heard, nah, nah man. I, I didn't go on those sites. No, it, know, it I was, heard that it on somebody else. Somebody else said that that's what he should do. They oh, were like, okay, okay, said, okay. Yeah, he didn't say that. Like, you if know they, they if he would have said that, that would have been crazy. But, no. like, that shit has actually happened before because, like, Eli Manning yeah, yeah, he said got that. drafted. What? By the San Diego Chargers and, and, yeah, at the he time. Him, Look, he I do like, not want to nah. play. With. Matter of fact, it was not just him. But I, ain't, his, I, ain't go, dad, I ain't going there. I ain't dad, going there, bro. His, his dad, Archie, was also like, he's not playing. Yeah, now. they was like, nah. nah Chargers, what is, nah. What know? if they won? Nah. So, so yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> so, it is what it yeah, is. It but is it wasn't it a bogus site. I was listening to 560 in the morning, and that was one of the topics that they were talking about. So, you know, yeah, it was an unofficial you know, but again, since I heard it talk, um, them talking about it on local radio, I kind of figured that it probably was true. Why? Because normally they wouldn't put no fake shit. Oh, it was on this there. Uh, player, um, uh, Roddy White said it. Uh, he's an ex-player, re- receiver for oh, the okay. Falcons. I think he's an analyst somewhere. He was like, "Yo, if I got drafted from the Jets, you know, I wouldn't. I, I would stay for my senior year." You know. Which, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you so, know, which is which is also possible. Possible. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's one I, of the reasons that they not with this COVID too. season, though. I think like with this COVID season, like players who would probably stay for another year and have a chance to go to the NFL, I think definitely you know go straight to the NFL. Like Cameron Harris uh, of, of the Miami Hurricanes, you know, junior 
right now, I think is definitely going to go, you know, to the NFL. Yeah, but my whole thing next is, season. I'll, I'll I'll wait like ATN did, you know, because at the end of the day, like University of Miami, they're used to producing tight ends and running backs, you know, corners, linebackers. But again. These, these players should get paid, though, man. They should get paid, but you they should understand. get paid, just the like how OBJ the last few years, was trying to pay these players after the championship See, game. About, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But the they last, deserve it. The last few, I think they deserve it. But the last few years, our running backs from the University of Miami, even though I think that they were great, they were getting drafted in the fifth round, sixth round. You know, so again. You know, if you're going to leave all that money on the table, you might as well go ahead and see if you can yeah. make some more bread. There's definitely so, a lot so, of players so, so. that, that should have stayed for for no, another year, like Joseph Yearby should have mm-hmm. stayed for another year. Uh, Kendrick Norton should have stayed for for another year. He possibly McIntosh should have stayed for another year. Yeah, I mean, that was an unfortunate situation for him. Damn, man. I'm, uh, I'm sorry for lost that. Lost his arm, you, you know, know, but... Um, when you get money, people do dumb shit. People, you know, not saying he did some dumb shit, but regardless of the dumb fact... Dumb shit like, happens to you sometimes. Dumb shit happens to you. you. You're in the wrong place at the wrong time, even though, like, what's the wrong place at the wrong time? The highway. But again, regardless of the fact, um, you know, hopefully he could... You know, that's why I fucked with the Miami Dolphins. They wind up still paying him his contract, you know, and... um. You know, hoping that he wind up um, landing on his feet. You know, they could have easily released him and not paid him shit. But you know, the you know new regime, not the Adam Gates regime. They wind up paying him still. But um, yeah, man, going back to what you were saying about the OBJ situation, like yeah, you know, his ass done got banned from LSU. You want to go ahead and, and, and elaborate on that shit? Yeah, I mean, OBJ got banned from LSU for giving the kids money at the end of the championship game. Hey. Um, they, they earned it, you know. He gave, gave them a couple no, bands. You know, I'm sure, no, you know, it went to the right place, I'm sure. <laughs> but um, I, don't, I don't see a huge deal with that situation. Because, you know, morally, I know he kind of comes from a good place with that. But just to do it out in the open, you Duh. know, just He's to do stupid. it out, out in the open in front of all these cameras, you're just going to let everybody, they probably would have let you slide with that, you know, and I'm sure they have before, but he just got reckless with it. He just got straight reckless. Yeah, la- yeah, the one last year. Yeah. That, he just got reckless and was given... Ben, I mean, everybody got a got a camera phone, you know. Everybody, especially at the national championship game, got a camera. And you over there, you know, being reckless. I don't feel sorry for his ass. You know, I don't motherfucking feel so sorry. So I guess for he was just ass. like, you know, fuck it. I just take, I just He's take a the L. See, no, 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 no. You know, I just take the L. You He's know, this new generation where everybody wants. Everybody, look, I know you got money. That, I would say that, that you know, you know what I mean? like, that's like, my pie of the week. Everything don't need to be on OB, social media. OBJ is my pie of the week, bro. Pie of the week? Yeah. <laughs> oh, pie I would the say OB, OBJ is my you pie of the week because. Again, another reason why he a, a pie of the week. Not like, for the reason that no you gave the money. Ain't no way you going to catch me in, in, in a hot tub with a whole bunch of caught. dudes, right? And then, you know, like, I don't see OBJ nowhere in the hot tub. And he's coming up. You know, from the bottom of the hot tub, like where were you was at? Like, come on, man, when you're in the hot tub, your head's supposed to stay above water. Why are you underwater? What are you doing? 
hey, it is what it is. If that's the lifestyle that you chose, it is what it is. But for me, it just seemed a little weird for me. Like, why would you do all that extra shit? You feel me? If that's what you're going to do, why you got to put it on fucking TV? You know, same, or, or Instagram. Same thing like you going crazy, you know, in the sideline when you was at the New York Jets. And then what happened? You know, karma hit you in the face. That whatever you was kicking and punching kicked you right in the face. And you looked it nice yeah, and sick. Yeah, I, I mean, you know? I, I really think that's still one of the weirdest moments I've ever seen in sports. You know, just having a fight with an inanimate object. <laughs> Yeah, and it whooped I mean, your ass. <laughs> it's just like, and then and then you cried about it too. It's like, damn, like you had to get depressed about it. I mean, that's that's just that's that's some some posh shit too. Uh, but yeah, he, he for, for just for for getting caught this week, you know, I I actually kudos to LSU because you like, nah, we don't want to seem like we but, that um, type of program. Nah, but they is that know? type of program because um, right after that happened on ESPN and every other kind uh, uh, um. Um, sportscast, they're saying like it's known that's what they do. Not just LSU, but that that it, that. Actually. I mean, you know, it is pretty much known. You know, but the reason I, why I, I hear feel a lot for they ass. I hear a lot from you coaches know, University and what happens. Miami always getting tried. Shapiro tried us. You know, we don't got we don't got blackballed from the league. You know, so again, when these other uh, um colleges get caught, like I'm happy because. Like, you know, when they were punishing the University of Miami for the longest, <laughs> you know, um, because, of course, us. they don't like us because of our beaches, because of our women, because of our cars, because of our weather. Again, now we have something else. So, again, when you see these people getting um, the two-year um, punishments, you know, that, well, for him, you know, the NCAA hasn't really um, um, sanctioned them yet and, and made a decision on a penalty. They just know what's coming through, what's going to happen. But regardless of the fact, like, I don't feel sorry for them. You know why? Because the University of Miami, they went through a whole lot of bullshit, and nobody felt sorry for us when they basically, like, backdoed us and blackballed us in NCAA. So, again, right now we're coming back. It's Canes Nation, Heat Nation, Dolphin Nation, you know. So, again, that's how I stand with that. Yeah, I mean, he's still my duck of the week, pie of the week, whatever you want to call it, you know. Uh, that's just – a, a lame move uh, by the OBJ. But now that we transition into college football, we do got a game tonight with the Miami Hurricanes hey. playing the Virginia Cavaliers in prime time again. This is like their fourth prime time game, I believe. They fuck with the U now. Uh, you know, um, I think it has a lot to do with the Big Ten not being around because, you know, normally the Big Ten would hold precedent over the ACC and, you know, Don't whatever about that. Don't matter. But we're in prime time again, 8 o'clock, and it's another game where you really want to see the Canes flex their muscles again. Of course. We stay Just flexing. like the last game where you never really thought the game was in doubt because – of the plays that they, they made throughout the game. Derrick King. But I guess I want to see a little bit more explosiveness from the offense. Albeit the you Pittsburgh, can't do it if the wide receivers Pittsburgh don't had a really good uh, defense. And, you know, they got two edge rushers that might be in the NFL mm -hmm. soon. So I guess you kind of, you know, equate why it was only about a 30-point production last week. 
But this week, you want to see them explode, man. You you really want to see them explode against Virginia. At home, another game. Prime time. It's prime time this time. So I feel like this is this is a moment where you're gonna see your hope to see the receivers make plays like like they should. Please catch the ball. You know, so again, um going back to what Mark is saying, I think this is gonna be a, a real good game, but I think on my end it's gonna be like a one sided game. I mean, of course Virginia don't have the defense as Clemson, nor do they not have the second tier defense in Pittsburgh. Um, you know, Pittsburgh, um, it could have been even closer, but their quarterback before the game said that he was not going to be starting or, or they said that he's not going to be starting. So, um, you know, it's all good. But, you know, me personally, when I was thinking about that game, like I remember the year prior when the starting quarterback, for some reason, they took him out the game and, and or um, before the game they switched last minute and that backup quarterback did his thing. I don't know if it's the starter that started for – that started for Pittsburgh when we played them last week, but um, oh, that yeah. was the same that, quarterback. That was the same quarterback that same, started. The same quarterback that, that was up. supposed to start. He didn't start the uh, uh, Pittsburgh didn't start their starting quarterback for that game, and that was that quarterback, Kenny Pickett. Okay, so um, you know, um, that that game last year was you know crazy because you know I think they was preparing for one quarterback that didn't run. And then we wound up playing a quarterback that didn't run, and he just, you know, was doing his thing on us. But um, going back to the game um, for today, prime time. Um, again, I do like that it's prime time because all of those, um, those prospects that University of Miami are in contention with, as far as with the, you know, the LSU's, the Ohio States, and the Alabamas. You know, they can see us on that main, uh, on that big platform, and if we keep winning. And um, it could wind up, you know, um, swaying a decision in our favor, of course, loyalty. But, again, um, I'm looking at certain things like um, the University of Miami, our tight end, um, Brevin Jordan. He hadn't played last week. Um, I'm not sure if he had a shoulder injury or a neck injury or something like that. Hopefully he could play. But, again, University of Miami with um, the Air Raider offense is just giving everybody the ball. It's just you got to catch the ball. Wiggins, catch the ball. You're supposed to be the one that's leading the University of Miami to um, where they need to be at. Because um, And Pope, every time I see you on the screen, you're supposed to be this playmaker, but yeah. you always drop the ball. Yeah, like, unfortunately. So um, first thing you need to do before you take that first step is catch the damn ball. Unfortunately, Mark Pope is, is, is not doing that. He's not catching the ball. Um, there was a lot of expectations of him coming out of high school, coming out of South Ridge. Uh, some ratings had him as like a five-star receiver. And if you were rated that high, then you're underperforming. And he's supposed to really take off this, this year. And he hasn't taken off. But actually, he's smart, he, Actually, you know, he it, it made me feel like he's not ready for the moment yet he's because they took him off the punt return. Exactly because he's he a was little nigga the in a punt big returner game. for the first couple of games, but he fumbled a couple of times. So it makes it makes people assume that you you're not ready for prime time. And this game is in prime time, and that and the Canes are a prime time program, and you got to show up. And he hasn't. So there's actually an open open uh competition for the receivers okay oh uh, yeah that's 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 what i saw 
with all the receivers. So, so yeah, freshman the chopping block can can get into this game. A, a, a player that I think can actually make some big plays is Xavier Restrepo. Xavier Restrepo is from down here. Played at St. Thomas Aquinas at first. Transferred to Deerfield Beach in his in his final year because he wanted to graduate early and get on campus. He's a player that I think can make big plays and can open up the offense a little bit where De'Ara King can really find some different options. Of course, Brevin Jordan not playing is a, is a big miss. I mean, he is an NFL-caliber tight end. So if he's unable to play, uh, I think it's a shoulder injury, actually. If he's under a, uh, able to play, then... They'll just uh, go to go to Will Mallory. Will Mallory is a capable tight end. Doing this, but uh, you just gotta uh, also hope that pad. other. <laughs> Lost pad. You, you just gotta hope those uh, those other play playmakers come through, and you want to see the defense show up too. The defense, they have some lapses at times, but I think overall, they have enough to win games. As long as Al Blades continues to develop, uh, you know I want to see more from, from, from DJ Ivy. I mean, he had that great field goal return for, for a touchdown against Clemson. Wait, wait, but so Carter, you want to see you some of that. Can you stop giving us a damn penalty? Can you stop getting ejected in the game? I know you want to hit these motherfuckers. I fuck with you, man. But, God, <laughs> come on, man. Like, yeah, he you does. You can't get kicked out of the game every game now. You, you're he getting does this, seem this, like he mentality that you just don't has care. a targeting penalty like every four games. Like, that's, what on, it, that's what it almost seems like. Oh, man, he's a great kid, also from down here. Uh, so... Your you brain. like to see a player like that uh, be great. So you want to see him be great along with, you know, Al Blades uh, from St. Thomas Aquinas, DJ Ivy from South Dade. You want to see players like that from the crib really grow and, and ball out. So we'll see what they do tonight uh, against um, Virginia. Also, you want to see what Corey Flagg can do because he's going to be inserted – He's like this primetime linebacker that we got out of uh, IMG, I okay. believe. And also if Sam Brooks can play. Oh, Sam, Sam Brooks, Brooks from, from Northwestern. True. Uh, I was at the game last night, Northwestern versus Central. True. Um, from his alma mater. So you kind of want to see if he steps up into that linebacker role because I don't believe Zach McLeod, uh, their senior leader, is going to be able to play this game. So we'll see what happens uh, there as well. If you could see one of these young guys step up, they're still a really young team, though. Mm -hmm. Miami just stays young because everybody want to go to the league. They early. just want to go to the league early. Like your primetime players, you're only going to get them for like three years. You're going to get some transfers. Um, obviously, that's just going to happen because a player is going to feel like they should get some more playing time than another player. So that you're going to get those transfers out. So it's going to be hard for a team to really – a team like Miami to really get to a level like Ohio State who finally plays their first game today due to COVID or like a Clemson or Alabama. To me, those are the best programs right now, those three. Now, not later. Oklahoma seems like they're on a decline. Texas is on a decline. Big 12 is not really 
that competitive. Alabama I think, still losing. This year. They're losing a little juice too because they haven't been winning these championships. So you know, yeah, you're always there, but you you know you lost a little last juice year also. was their one down year. You know, you know you got the LSU's, the Ohio States, you know, um, the Alabamas, of course. Um, but my, but you know where the talent come from. You know the talent come from Dade County. Talent come from Broward. Talent come from 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 the Tri County. So you know if if the University of Miami can go ahead and wind up being one of these elite um, programs like these other programs, even though we're a a, a small college, you know, uh, and a private college at that, you know, then then you know it could bring us back to where we need to be. But we're gonna go ahead and um transition into the picks of the week you feel me we're gonna jump into the nfl and and, and um i'm gonna go ahead and give you the rundown of you know the picks i'm not gonna go ahead and tell you why we're just gonna go ahead and tell you um who we think we're gonna actually win i'll first go ahead and start with mines and then you'll have marcus um go ahead and um end that now again the first for gan for week 17 Week 17, um, first game, you got the Bills and the Jets. You got the Bills and the Jets. I think the Bills going to win against the Jets. Why? Because the Jets, you know, suck right now. Adam Gase is trash, and, you know, he's on his way out. So, they're not going to win. You know, um, as far as the next game, um, you got the Bengals and the Browns, which is should be a good game. You know, we have um, Baker Mayfield on the hot seat, and we got um, Joe Burrow you know, um, first first overall pick of um, the 2020 draft. I think both organizations are kind of dysfunctional right now, but uh, me personally, I'll go with the Browns just because, um, you know, even though the Cleveland Browns um, are losing and, you know, um, you know, I'm kind of dysfunctional, have the history for it, um, you know, they got – on paper, they got a real good team. So I think that on paper is going to wind up having them um, pull it off because the other other team, the Bengals, are dysfunctional anyway. Then you got the Cowboys and the Washington Redskins. Of course, um, I would normally say the Cowboys, but, you know, Dak, you're gone. You know, you got the Cincinnati um, Bengals ex-quarterback um, starting Andy Dalton. And I think that, you know, Dalton is trash. That's why the re- reason why he's got out of the Bengals. And I think Washington's going to win as far as with the Packers. Um, Packers versus, versus the Texans. I think um, this is the time that Aaron, um, Aaron Rodgers bo- bounced back after that crazy loss um, last week where he didn't look his normal self. I think the Packers going to um, Packers gonna go, um, go ahead and win. Um, you got the Lions versus the Falcons. Um both organizations dysfunctional. I'm gonna just go ahead and just go with a like quick fly pick. I think the um, Falcons should win this game. Um, it, it wouldn't be a surprise if the Lions win because the Falcons is straight tripping right now. They fired their their um their um head coach. Um, so uh, matter of fact, let me switch that. The Lions are gonna go ahead and win. Um, um, also, you have the Steelers versus the Titans. You know. Um, Look, man. You gonna pick all these games? Both of these teams, you got. <laughs> yeah, I got to. Both these teams, you got the Titans and the Steelers. I think the Steelers gonna go ahead and win. Then you got the Buccaneers versus the Redskins. Buccaneers versus the Redskins. I think the 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 Bucks gonna win because of Tom Shady and of course, um, AB gonna you know probably make his debut and and do his thing. The Chiefs versus the Broncos. You got the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes. It is self-explanatory. The Chiefs gonna win. You got the Jaguars versus the Char- Chargers. 
Um, shit, damn. Yeah. Let, let, let me just say the Chargers will win. I don't know why, but, you know, the Jaguars, they normally suck. 49ers versus the Patriots. Cam Newton, this is the time to bounce back. You had, In the last few weeks, you've kind of been erratic. Um, Bill Belichick going to um, remedy that. And the Patriots win. Seahawks versus the Cardinals. Come on, man. I ain't going to go against Russell Wilson. Um, and then now we got the um, Bears and the Rams. Um, the Rams going to go ahead and win. Why? Because... The quarterback in Chicago sucks. And that's my actual picks of the week. Now we're going to go ahead and give it to. All right. Um, am I doing a rapid fire or nah? Okay. All right. Let's, let's start. Let's start with this uh, Sunday night game, bro. The Seahawks and the Cardinals, which is going to be like. A great game because you get two very exciting quarterbacks. You get Kyle Murray and you get Russell Wilson. So I think Russell Wilson does enough just because he has more experience. Kyler Murray, I think, can be just as good as Russell Wilson or not even better. Or actually, maybe even better. So... It's going to be a, sh- a shootout game. Uh, it's clever that says they got that game on Sunday night. Uh, they definitely hit that. I think that they actually changed the schedule. Yeah, they did change the schedule for that game, for it to be a Sunday night game because of various reasons. But I think they'll prevail. The, the Seahawks will. I actually think the, the Rams will – actually beat the Bears on Monday night. Uh, I feel like they have enough offensively. If they can get a running game going, I feel like this team could actually possibly make it back to the Super Bowl again. So, I'll take the Rams on on a Monday night showcase game. The Jaguars and the Chargers, uh, just because home team Florida. Uh, the Jaguars are just a mess right now. I feel like they're in contention to possibly get Trevor Lawrence. And that's actually a, a, a short trip from Jacksonville to South Carolina. So I think it definitely could be uh, a possibility for Trevor Lawrence to go to Jacksonville instead of the Jets. We'll see. But uh, I think the Chargers will definitely win that game. Also, the the Bucks and the Raiders is a very interesting game because there's there's so much um, you know back and forth with these two teams because one you've got the coach John Gruden who used to coach the Raiders uh, before he started coaching the Bucks. It was actually the Tuck Rule game where John Gruden was the coach of the Raiders back in those days against Tom Brady. So you have that one. <laughs> And then you got uh, the fact that Gruden won a Super Bowl with the Bucks, So he, he won a Super Bowl with Tampa Bay as their head coach. Now he's back playing against them. It's really an uh, a interesting game uh, to watch. And I really feel like this offense really hasn't gotten going or really hasn't exploded to its potential yet. Yeah. I feel like they had a couple of games here and there, but I feel like they are due for a game where they really explode and you really see what they do. Leonard Fournette is supposed to be back 
in the lineup AB. this week. So I think that running game adds a lot to their arsenal. Then you got AB. And then you got AB down the line. Uh, he actually has to sit out, I believe, a couple of games. So I think he's coming in week nine. Damn. So you got him coming in down the line, okay. possibly. This is a time to really show what your offense can do before AB even happens. So that's going to be an interesting game. And I do think the Bucks beat uh, the Raiders. I feel like Derek Carr is one of those quarterbacks that's just stuck in the middle. He just never really elevated his game to that status. He had that one year where they had a decent run in the playoffs. I think he might have been his second. But since then, uh, I'm not sure, but I think, yeah, something like that. But I feel like he's one of those quarterbacks that will never get over the hump hump to be an elite quarterback. I mean, he's going to be average uh, for his entire career. He could be like Fitzpatrick. A little better than his brother. He could uh, be Aaron like Carr, Fitz, I believe. Um, Derek, David Carr. David but, Carr, sorry. But he could be like Fitzpatrick as <laughs> far as like, look, you've been average your whole career in the league, bouncing off a team off a team, and eventually now you're old and still in a league, but now you got younger players that don't have the knowledge that you have, which kind of make you look like you're a better quarterback than you really are. So, again, it is what it is. Um, I agree with um, Marcus 100% as far as with, the, with that game. But, again, you know – Tom Brady's going to find a way to win. I think the raw, raw receiver is going to go ahead and uh, play a little better because they know A.B. is on the horizon and they don't want to lose their spot. So I think that they're going to p- overperform and that game's going to be, like, one-sided, you know. Um, yeah. Right now, you know, you got um, Derek Carr and, and, and the Raiders supposedly going on a little run right now. I think they're, like, 4-1 or or, or – um, um, I, I don't think they had lost a game. If, or if they did lose a game, they lost one game. So, you know, in the NFL, in the media, they're going to be like, oh, they arrived. I don't think they arrived. I think that the wide receivers and Tom Brady remember that. But, again, like you said, this is when the tuck rule came in place. So, you right. know, um, you got you got the head coach, um, Chucky. He's He, he wants some, some payback, you know. So, so I think it will be a good game. But, again, I'm going to go ahead and go with Marcus. You got Tampa Bay going to go ahead and win that. Yeah, so the next game would be the Titans and the Steelers, which is actually a matchup of two undefeated teams. Like, these two teams can make a case to make it to the to the championship because they've got Ryan Tannehill, Tannehill. who's over there at Tannehill. Yes. Who's over there at Tennessee, still balling, only because he really has that running game. And the thing about Tannehill is that he was always a decent quarterback, if he has a running game and he's got Derek well the same thing you know he's got Derek King I mean Derek King Derek Henry uh just balling out throwing people like 60 yards 64 (laughs) 260 pounds of straight muscle that's ready to just give you the stiff arm like he got the Heisman you feel me? Exactly. I mean, he was doing this for a long time. He's been doing this since Florida. Derrick Henry is from Florida up in Yulee. He has uh, ridiculous high school numbers and tape. And he was doing it at Alabama. So if you got that type of running game, Tannehill is a really great play-action quarterback. Mm-hmm. And he's gotten better over the years. And he just doesn't make mistakes that he used to do <laughs> with us. Uh, Remember like who was take his too coach? Many damn sacks. Adam Gase was his head coach. 
Adam yeah. Gase. He did have Adam Gase, yeah. And actually, he did pretty decent that one year, year, which is actually impressive. Even more impressive about Despite Brian Tannehill that he was actually successful with Adam Gase. So, I think uh, Tennessee and, and the Steelers is the marquee matchup. If uh, Roethlisberger can just stay upright and not really turn the he ball is, over, he is. Uh, he's going to be solid for that team. See, and but that, but the strength of that team is really that defense. That defense exactly. is flying around, and if Roethlisberger just doesn't make mistakes, he's got enough playmakers to make plays. Now, look, though. They can be a team that can be dangerous in the postseason. Think about, it, think about it. You're saying about the defense, like, I agree 100%. And, and piggybacking off what you're saying, like, um, the left tackle for the Tennessee Titans, he's out, I think, for the year now, you know, with an injury. So, I mean, Tannehill, like, I remember you had no O-line with the Dolphins and you was, like, doing all type of craziness that I'm like, get rid of his ass, you know, even though my dream came true and I got finally got to her. But still, regardless of the fact, like, you don't got your left tackle. You don't got your blind side. So, yeah, you know, if – if the O-line ain't, ain't, you know, it's not like basketball. Everything, every piece has to work, you know. So if the O-line is kind of shaky because they're going to be doing movements on the O-line or you have somebody that, you know, you know, is probably get starstruck and just thrown into that situation, um, the running back may not get what he normally gets. And if that happens, Tannehill's going to look how he's been looking with the Dolphins all these years with the Dolphins. Why? There's no running back. Why? There's no O-line. Yeah, the rest of the O-line is on point. But if you don't got that blind side, you know what it is. So me, of course, I'm going to go with Pittsburgh Steelers. Why? Because, look, Marcus said the defense, they fly around. You feel me? I agree with his ass 110%. And, of course, I kind of not fuck with Tannehill because of the bullshit that he gave the Dolphins. You know, um, I was miserable for a long, long time. So right now is the time so I can go ahead and gloat. And um, I respect his game right now. Be- if everything worked, if I was Tannehill, I'd be miserable too, though. Man, your left been, tackle's gone. It's, it's been some miserable years, like during those Tannehill years. Adam Gase. <laughs> I'm just saying, Adam Gase. Like you know, Adam Gase. You know, I don't like you, but Adam Gase. You know, um, like you. You know, because you of him, we have Tua right now, though. Then let's just let's just be thankful for that. Not, not, him, not. We, we don't, we don't have him because of Tua. We have Brian Flores because of him. Because, you know, we wind up um, getting um, Tua like maybe like two years later. You know, I think he's been a Jets coach for two years now. So the, the first year is really with Brian Flores. And now we got stability because um, if you look at these other teams, yeah, they fire a coach and hire a new coach. And it's the same thing. You know, it's Groundhog Day. You know, so with us – you know, we, you know, I like the, the head coach that we have with the Dolphins. Yeah, Tannehill, we're speaking on you, but I'm just happy of all the jewels and this treasure box that you just gave us. You you just gave us Brian Flores. You just gave us uh, um, a, a new defensive coach. You just gave us uh, um, um, continuity that we didn't have because the problem with you that you had in Miami was you co- collect your check, but, like, the players really didn't fuck with you. Like, I don't know if you, you know, I don't know what quarterbacks got to do so the teams can like them. But, you know, at the end of the day, certain things, like, y- it got to be in you. You're doing that now with Tennessee. So, again, you know, of course, you know Miami um, fans, we're loyal. We're going to drag your name and your face 
through the mud um, until you actually um, change shit. And um, I mean, I'm happy the situation you in. You landed on your two feet. You got a running back, but you're, you're you got to understand that left tackle is everything, you know. And he's gone for the rest of the season. So yeah, um, you know, I'm gonna go with the Pittsburgh yeah. Th- that's definitely a good analysis uh, because that that left tackle is. One of the best in the league, Taylor Lewan, I think is his name. So, yeah, losing that key piece is going to be an adjustment for Tennessee, and that's why I'm picking the Steelers to win this game as well. Uh, one other game I guess I could pick is um, Green Bay and, and Houston, which go. is interesting because, like, Houston, they're supposed to be good, right? They made it to the playoffs. They won to. a game. In the playoffs, they just fired their coach. You know, <laughs> yeah, that that's a team I feel like is one of those new uh, uh, old Miami Dolphins or new Miami Dolphins, however you want to call them. You know, they're a team that's just dysfunctional right now. Uh, fired their coach. I mean, first they let go of the the arguably the I think the best receiver in the league in, in DeAndre Hopkins. And they getting the Kyler Murray <laughs> balling. You know, right. <laughs> Is, which crazy. is crazy. Like, why? Why would you trade him for like a running back? A running back too. Like, what I remind you of Adam Gase. Like, why would you? Why would like, you get seriously? rid of the, the, practically the best safety in the game right now? I don't know. You know. So again, there's certain things yeah, that you just, do. So just crazy. So uh, I believe the Texans only have one win this year. So it's crazy that they're in this situation. But they play against the Packers, who is actually coming off a pretty. Crazy uh, embarrassing loss, loss yeah. to who did they play? Was it the uh, Vikings? I think they played the Vikings. I'm not sure, but they got their ass whooped. They it, you know more of the story. Is oh, it was Tampa. It was Tampa Bay. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Played against some Tom Brady. Yeah, you know, so they, yeah, they just didn't look good in that game at all. So I think it's a chance though for Aaron Rodgers to bounce back. I still feel like Aaron Rodgers is top five quarterback in the league right now. Do he get his wide receiver back? Aaron Rodgers. I'm not so sure if um he was back the last game, I think. Nah, he didn't play last game. He didn't play? Mm-hmm. I don't remember him. Oh, playing. I don't know. You know. So yeah, he is a key piece though. He's he's a clear number one receiver that Aaron Rodgers needs. But I think Aaron Rodgers is still going to have enough because their running back to me is underrated, Aaron Jones. I feel like he doesn't get enough uh, props as far as how productive he is as a back, and he's kind of carrying that offense when Aaron Rodgers doesn't show up. It's all good, though. So what are we going to transition to now? Uh, so uh, I guess we're going to start talking about basketball. Like One thing I did want to bring up was um, – this WNBA player Sue Bird, who plays for the Seattle Storm, I, I guess. Uh, I I know we we don't watch much WNBA here. Uh, Marcus probably does. Yeah, Marcus. Okay, so pretty much, I guess um, she was speaking on just like that. They don't why the WNBA doesn't get support or maybe isn't as popular, and pretty much uh, one of her the quote is what she said is. To be blunt, it's the demographic of who's playing. Women's soccer players generally are cute little white girls, while WNBA players were all shapes and sizes. A lot of black, gay, tall women. There's maybe an intimidation factor, and people are just quick to judge it and put it down. 
Uh, I'm glad you brought this this topic up because it, this was an interesting perspective that Sue Bird, who is actually one of the greatest bas- uh, Women basketball women's players. basketball players of all time, just by the sheer numbers. I, I mean, I can't say I've seen a lot of Sue Bird because I don't watch the WNBA. But the ironically, the reason why I don't watch the WNBA is not because of this reason at all. No, <laughs> it has nothing to do with cute little white girls. This is boring. You know, it's just not boring. on the level of NBA or even college basketball. Exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, I just can't, I can't fuck with the WNBA exactly. because of an entertainment value. It's just not entertainment. I, I mean, I actually tried watching the last game, the, the championship game, because it was it was um, right before the Heat game came on. It was right before, it was like an hour or two know. hours before. Uh, so I was just like, alright, this is my chance to actually watch this game to see if this is really entertaining. And they were promoting it. <laughs> and they were promoting it. You know, I was like, wow, I'm I was actually glad. I was like, I'm glad they scheduled this at this time because otherwise I would have never seen it. (laughs) So I watched it and I was just like, all right, um, this is boring. (laughs) You know, (laughs) you know, there's like no action to this. I mean, it's really basic, like basketball one on one, (laughs) you know, it's like they'll go into the paint or they'll go outside, the little dribble to the side, shoots rebound and then there's a lot of right for the tip you know <laughs> exactly uh, yeah. it's just it's just a big fundamental basketball that that I watch with the WNBA it has nothing to do with little white girls cuz I actually watch soccer I'm a, I I I do watch soccer but the difference is so I can give you the perspective on why women's soccer is entertaining Mind compared that. to the WNBA because the skill level is pretty much the same on the men's yeah. you know like it's it's pretty much the same like the only thing difference is that men are much faster and they're a little bit more physical but, uh, wait, but wait, wait, wait! You see how you say they more faster? Trust me, faster, that's gonna be controversial. And, and, it, and it's, <laughs> but it's the truth. It, it, it's bi- it's biology. It's the truth, though. You know, uh, we're just stronger. Most of us are stronger, faster, and faster. So the game is gonna be different to watch, especially in a game like basketball. But soccer is a little bit more slowed down, so it's about skill a lot, you know, and fluidity. So it, it's the beautiful game. So it kind of develops well, and it can develop well on the soccer. women's game. It could develop very well in the women's game, and, and it looks great. So there, there's not much difference. But, you know, I would actually watch women's hockey before I watch the WNBA. Exactly. Because me, it's a little bit more similar to regular hockey. See, but me, <laughs> I wouldn't, I, you know, I didn't even know they had women hockey, but me, yeah. like, I would watch UFC women first. Definitely would watch this. women. There, there's because, been so like, many times where you watch UFC and the most exciting fight the on female. the card is, is, is the female fight. Exactly, because, of course, you know, um, I'm a man. I don't mind mind seeing two women really fight, not just pull each other's hair. I mean, everybody <laughs> likes a fight. Although that's but, entertaining but, 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 but too. For real. Sometimes, like if I, you know, when I watch the UFC, you know, like I'm not worried about you're a female. Even when I watch, no, I don't watch the WNBA because, again, I don't even need to take anything away from what Marcus said. Exactly what he said. 
that's the reason why our skill set as far as with men we're faster you know um as far as like the fluidity of the game with the basketball because look you know females you you probably see a dunk with the heat with, with not with the heat sorry it's the lower t coming out with the nba <laughs> you know like dunks you know certain things like dunks, that like alley-oops alley-oops like i'm not gonna you know, get that um, you know with the WNBA, so and the me, game is just faster, and it's faster because again we're no. physically stronger and faster than women. It has nothing to do with you know being like a, a, a feminist or this that and the other. No, it's just that's what it is. That's how our bodies are built. So so for me, you know, the reason why I don't watch the WNBA because y'all, you know, yeah, y'all have the skill. Although but I do born. feel like I do feel like the WNBA players stepped up a little bit as far as the way they look. You know, <laughs> yeah, they don't look. They, they don't look like me you know? no more. They still look, you know. Sky, yeah, Skylar Diggins, yeah, she she's nice to look at, and Candace Parker's not bad either. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like over time they just, I don't know, they just become, they have become more attractive. But the game, unfortunately, has not become more attractive to watch. Yeah, it hasn't. So, yeah, you know, that's the reason why you're getting it from two, three um, different males' perspective. We all agree on that. It's just like, look, y'all, y'all can do what men do to a certain extent as far as, like, playing the game. But the reason why I, mean, I watch the males' game is because of, you know, how fast it is, you know, is explosiveness, you know, certain dunks. It's just like, yo, how did you do that? You know, the alley-oops and this, that, and the other. Not saying that you can't play the game. You can yeah. play the game, but. There's just, there's certain yeah, games, you know. though, where it doesn't matter. There's some games I'd rather watch women play, like track. I'd rather watch women track than, than men track. Mm-hmm. You know, they can run just as fast and they're just as agile. Um, I'd I'd rather probably rather watch women's tennis too. I mean, like oh, tennis, yeah. like women tennis before. I mean, Serena tennis. like is dominating out there. I'd watch that. See, but then they're gonna um, say it's because oh they're wearing what they're wearing. No, it's because I'd rather nah, see a female doing that than a male doing that. Women have beaten men, you know, in tennis. So like that to me, I feel I feel like it's the same. Gymnastics is another one. I'd rather watch the yeah, women. I'd rather see the females <laughs> in gymnastics. You know? you know why? Why would I watch that? But, you I know, mean, they're going to say that we're over here, like, you know, chauvinist, the male chauvinist Yeah, they're going to say that. Like that. <laughs> hey, it is what it is. You know, we're we're visual creatures and not just that. But, you know, you know, sometimes, you know, men going to stick with men and women going to stick with men, women. Yeah, know, so but I'd, I'd rather watch international soccer, women's soccer, over the MLS. Of course. <laughs> of course. Like, you know, come on, man, it's a no-brainer. It's better. You know. But, Quality um, is definitely better. Um, so on women would no, take but. no offense to it, you know. Um, look, I got a wife, so at the end of the day, like I got a wife. She too. doesn't even watch WNBA, so you know she'll watch the regular NBA, and she's a female also, so it don't necessarily you know mean that because it's just like certain sports, you know, people pre- prefer certain. Yeah. Certain so I, I just got I just got to put in these last two cents. If WNBA women need to step up and start watching more sports so they could get more viewers because our taste, we just don't really like the WNBA. Not to say they don't know how to play. We just, you know, it needs more intensity, more, you know. 
Yeah, if, if, if like once they start like doing like Vince Carter dunks, you oh, think yeah. we ain't gonna be I'm watching, watching that? I'm watching. Like, you know what I mean? Like if, if they start doing stuff like that, then we're watching it. But until then, hey, women out there, start watching the WNBA, start supporting your your fellow women, and uh, we'll 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 try as much as we can. But if it if if we don't like it, we just don't See, like but it. But you can't you for for the women you can't you can't think of the other demographic to build that up. If, if you really want the women NBA to actually work. You know, because men watch when men watch sports, but they're gonna gravitate towards males, males. You know, and male sports. Women, you know, if you want the WNBA to grow the way it should grow, I mean, there's plenty. There, I mean, for every female, there's probably another male. So again, you want all the females like my wife to want to watch it, but again, if she's not even wanting to watch it, has nothing to do with me. It's a problem that you guys need to figure out you know and find out the middle ground where you can get men and have your base to be women watching that 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 actual sport yeah absolutely oh stan van i mean i feel like he can he could do his thing get that team maybe to the playoffs you know where he come from what culture yeah, what but culture? there's been times where he's been there was a reason why he got let go of that culture, right? Oh, yeah, you know, of course, so of course, I mean, people, he has his grow. moments, but I'm not really expecting a lot from Stan Van Gundy. Now, if Jeff Van Gundy, I feel like he'd yeah, have a better Jeff chance. You know, coach. so he I I heard he's he's probably going to Houston. Houston. Yeah, Jeff Van Gundy. So, mm-hmm. I I believe in that more so than a Stan Van Gundy, but you know, you got to love Stan Van Gundy, man. I mean, he's just one of those guys, and I, that's going to make his guys work hard. He's going to be annoying on the sideline. He's just like real he old school. Looks, he's but, just uh, real old school, you know. <laughs> he's going to get in your face, you know. You know, this 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 new generation of uh, of players and just people in general. It's just not players. It's people in general are more sensitive. It's so, another so, sport so, I'd rather so, watch women. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, that's skating. another sport we'll probably want to watch, you know, um, that men um, women do than men, you know, which is, you know, um, skating and stuff like that. But, again, I'm not a chauvinist, you know. Um, it is what it is. But as far as going back to Stan Van Gundy, I mean, I think I think he'll do good the first few years. Um, right now they have a whole bunch of young players that's not used to um, what the NBA really is about because of COVID. So um, he'll be able to, you know, put in that 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 old school coaching because there is a young team. But I think if this was a veteran in there and they know that this is not how these new coaches actually talk to players, then you'll get a little um, pushback from um, the players. But just because everyone is actually young, um, I think that um, he'll be able to go ahead and and put his culture in, which is a little bit of the Heat culture, because you know he came from the Heat, you know, before before Pat Riley wind up, um, you know, taking the helm and winning the championship, the first championship of the Miami Heat. But I think Stan Van Gundy will 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 will, will work um, will work good for the Pelicans because of the work ethic, and if they're talking about um, you know their first round pick. You know, the one that's supposed to be the new LeBron, the one that's supposed to be the new, you know, all world. Um, it, it, it won't just be dunks. It'll be the work, work ethic. Um, you won't be overweight. You know, they wouldn't have to worry about, you know, minute managing your your your, your time. And, and you'll be able to um, possibly gain more muscle and gain more strength in your knees to actually 
um, be able to play um, years in the NBA, not just a, a short three, four years because you don't know how to stop eating. I think that the Heat culture isn't Stan Van Gundy, even though it didn't work out down here for him. I think he remembered what he learned from Pat Riley. Um, perfect example, look at Spolstra. So he can see that Spolster came in and, and bought in, and he's going to probably use what he learned in Miami like LeBron learned and, and, and kind of guide um, those young players to um, some type of success. Yeah. So we're, we're almost about like an hour and a half in. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let Marcus, you know, do, the, do his Benjamin report segment. You know, he talks about – you, you already know, we're doing the Benjamin Report. Marcus talks about local sports, South Florida, whether it be college, high school, all that good shit. So um, I'm going to hand it off to, to Marcus. All right, all right. So last night, Miami Northwestern took on Miami Central in the battle for the Commissioner's Cup, which is basically a cup. Uh, that's given to the winner of this rivalry game, crosstown rival, two of the best teams, uh, not only in, in South Florida or Florida, or just really the best uh, in the nation as far as the last 20 years of consistency and producing players like James Cook and Teddy Bridgewater and uh, Omari Cooper, um, just, to, just to name a few that are in the the uh NFL right now not uh, not James Cook well James Cook is actually at Georgia it's really Dalvin Cook that's in the NFL so another those running backs in, in that line from Miami Central is going to be this kid Amari Daniels Amari Daniels had uh, a decent game last night he was pretty much contained by that vaunted Northwestern Bulls defense for most of the game but he did break loose within about the last three minutes of the game to give his team a chance to win. Unfortunately, they couldn't convert. They didn't give the ball to him, actually, um, for those last few plays. So maybe they could have had a chance to tie that game up. But Northwestern defense did hold central, and they would go on to win 21-14. So... Well, what stuck out to me in this game is just uh, the sophomore quarterbacks, man. You had, had two sophomore quarterbacks, one in Tiger. Uh, Teron Dickinson's, but they call him Tiger. He had a pretty de- decent game. They were playing against two really tough defenses, so they didn't really go off like they normally can, but they were – both making making plays when they could. Uh, the other quarterback on the other end, Keon Jenkins, they call him lights out. He was looking really impressive. He just came from Carroll City, so he, he's, he's on a new team, and he's already making plays in the biggest game of this season for his team. So, uh, I would say they're about 15, 16. Yeah. Uh, 15 years old out there balling another sophomore is uh, Zion Turner who is also a a great player at St. Thomas who actually lost last night to Cardinal Gibbons shockingly so 
But those three quarterbacks are definitely some quarterbacks out of South Florida for the future to definitely keep an eye on because they are performing on a high level in their sophomore years. So look out for both of those quarterbacks uh, on the rise in the next couple of years. I also did get to see Romello Brinson last night, who's committed to the U, wide receiver, made a couple plays last night, including the second play of the game, a 78-yard touchdown. He is explosive. He can get out in, in, in the open, and he's a, he's a player that I could see playing tonight against Virginia. So, yeah, because he, he's that type of player. I feel like he's that explosive. Now, he does need to maybe put on a little bit of weight, but once – you know, he gets to a college football type of body. He is definitely going to ball out. And I talked to him last night, and he said that he feels like this is really an opportunity for him to show what he can do once he gets there. I asked him about basically the the wide receiving play and how, you know, they're not really performing on on, on an elite level. And he said, you know, and it's really his chance to really kind of show what he can do. And from what I saw last night, I feel like that's something that this boy can do. Balling. So they got him coming out of Miami Northwestern. Miami also has a tight end, Khalil Brantley. He didn't do much last night, but he did also serve as the punter, which was kind of interesting. Um, so he didn't do much last night, but he is a good player from what I've seen from previous tape and previous games. They also have a defensive back in, in in Tim Burns, who is also kind of small but really athletic and very instinctive coming out of Miami Northwestern. Okay. So, and they also have uh, Cam Kitchens. They call him JoJo. He is a player who made another play last night. Really got the ball nearly off the ground, mm-hmm. but was able to get the ball for the, for the interception. There you Kitchens go. is a – is a great safety coming out of that pipeline of Miami Northwestern. He actually gets trained from a former alum in Kenny Phillips. Okay. And, you know, kind of gets advice from him. So he is developing already to be uh, an NFL type of safety. Okay. Uh, So couple him with James Williams, uh, who last night returned a 99-yard touchdown. After in the previous game, he you know bad play. He, he kind of turned the ball over, ended up being the, a losing play. So I'm pretty sure getting that 99 yard touchdown was really a redemption for James Williams and American Heritage, okay. who went up to Venice and beat Venice. Venice is one of those teams out of the Sarasota area, you know, who is usually competing with St. Thomas Aquinas for state championships. They've been looking pretty good this year as well. Uh, except for their blowout loss, besides the loss for last night to American Heritage, their blowout loss to IMG Academy, which is the next team for Miami Northwestern. So it's a really a chance they might move that game uh, to Thursday. So we'll it see IMG Academy against Miami Northwestern. I we mean, know the it, it's going to be in a very interesting game. <laughs> but unfortunately, I, I feel like IMG Academy has way too many horses and – are not going to, uh, you know, miss a beat. Al- so, although I think it's going to be a relatively low-scoring game, so they similar to the game last year, which I think was twenty-four to seven, some 
uh, a close score like how, that. How, how would you kind of look at them as far as like the way you're speaking and the way I know because I live in Florida and Miami, I'm looking at them like they're basically like the dream team like Tom Brady, what Tom Brady has right now. You know. Yeah, IMG Academy, absolutely. I mean, they have some players. They actually have a player that is interested in Miami, Markevious Brown, uh, cornerback. They actually need this cornerback to commit because they only have one official cornerback in the recruiting class right now. So Come a commitment home, from Markevious Brown from IMG Academy Come home, boy. would be big you know, for the program. To the Because they're going to need some cornerback play in a, in a couple of years. Uh, with only Tim Burns. So you you actually may get to see both Miami cornerbacks from this class next week playing against each other. That's what's up. At Trials Palace Stadium in Miami. Mm-hmm. So should be an interesting game. You, you'll really see which defense is better, which is great. Get to see that. But they've got a running back, uh, Lovasea. He is is a beast. Gonna go to Georgia. I think he's a player that is gonna be a difference maker. Uh, but we'll we'll see how how great that Northwestern defense is, and it is elite. They've been doing it for the last four years, so, so I don't I don't we'll, I don't see. We'll any see what happens in that game. Uh, I'll I'll definitely give a pick for that. Uh, come Wednesday because we're gonna move these picks to Wednesday. That way, you know before the weekends. There just in case go. you want to put that bread on a team, got to just, just listen to the Mark West podcast, and and we got you, we got you locked in. Yeah, so we're we're pretty much like almost done, but I still have like these like four random topics that I think we could get into. What's that? Uh. Two of them is NBA, so one of them is uh, Shaq talking shit about Dwight Howard again. Oh, Shaq, cool, Shaq, man. I fuck Shaq with you, going Shaq. in now. He's he's called Dwight Howard a front runner before, right? But now, like, he did an interview. He didn't call out Dwight Howard's name, but he was like, "Oh, you know, there's a guy." I think he was on another podcast, and he was talking. Yo, there's a guy on the Los Angeles Lakers showing his rings, acting like he was like, "Yo, that guy." You, we, he's like, "I'm not gonna say his name, but we know who we're talking about." Exactly. He's a front runner, and call him a bandwagon Look, jumper. He, right? I agree with Shaq 100 percent going on that topic. You know, I mean, I feel Shaq. I mean, everybody know the Diesel. Everybody know who was the original Superman. And then in 2008, you know, you got you got Dwight Howard wanting to go ahead and not be original and wind up disrespecting one of the greatest players in NBA history, one of the freaks of nature like LeBron James that you probably never going to see again. You know, he wind up using Superman as himself. And then in the dunk contest, you want to come out with this super uh, Superman outfit. Like, what are you doing? And then you're just like J.R. Smith. Like, you did not even get no minutes in the finals, right? <laughs> and then you're the first one grabbing the trophy out of the Louis, Vu- Louis Vuitton case. Like, you're the same thing, Dwight. Like, come on, Dwight. Now, I'm not going to be like um, Shaq and, like, really eat you like, I'm really um want to eat you because you did do some shit. You feel me? You was blocking, you know, your height 
was a factor. You was actually making the free throws when you were supposed to. I was calling you a unicorn. Shit, you were not a unicorn. Like, like if you can actually do what you was doing in the finals, which was not that much, but again, if you was doing what you was doing in the finals on a everyday basis, again, because you got LeBron, you got AD, you don't. they don't need to ask you to do much. Majority of the points is coming from them. But i like, come on, man. You can't be having all these damn posts. Post one video, one 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 video, one post. You want you won the championship and call it a day. But don't be posting a million a million videos and a million posts like you were the key factor to the LA Lakers winning the championship. And that's why I agree with Shaq. Uh, again, you know this has nothing to do with LeBron. You know, even though I don't like his bitch ass, but still, regardless of the fact, like you did your thing. But please do not be posting up like. You're the reason why they won. No. Half the time they didn't even play your ass. So yeah. um yeah, I agree with Shaq. Yeah, I mean I agree I agree with Shaq too. I mean a front runner is basically somebody who kinda jumps on late to something and then wants to be like in the front saying like they they, they the ones that that made this happen. J. Nah, Smith. nah, you ain't you ain't the ones that made this happen. <laughs> you just came through at the right time, and now you over here smiling, exactly like like you did something. No, you, you're a front runner. So I I hundred percent agree that that Dwight Howard is a front runner. It was annoying me. It was annoying to just see him in the finals. I just felt like, why are you here? Like, you need to be somewhere else because like you just. Just annoying from the bench, even. You try to sneak I, a I ring feel a few like, years earlier. Yeah, Dwight Howard and is a Hall of Famer. Stop that. He's a Hall of Famer, though. You you, you got to give it yeah, to he him. Is, but that's not the argument. I mean, though. first ballot is debatable, but he uh, is a Hall of he is a Hall of Famer because of the stats. And I'm a stats guy, and you, you just Lou, see man. the stats from Dwight thing. Howard. You're like, damn, okay, well, you did this for a long time. Yeah, you were playing for a while. <laughs> You know, you did make it to the finals the with reason Orlando why, and was dominating for that team, you know. Uh, but, but look, the, the, now, the, the reason why he actually be, didn't become the player that he was supposed to be because, again, you got alpha male personalities and then you got the bitch personality. Now, again, you got to understand, Alonzo Mourning, Zoe, alpha male. Shaq, alpha male. You, Dwight Howard, you over here coloring your hair doing all type of craziness you over here grabbing your 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 teammates crotch on camera even if it was on off camera like who, who does that you right. clown around you do all type of craziness that's why you had to have ad and lebron help you win a ring because like look no matter of fact not help you you help them win a ring you know what I mean? You were a, a, a small piece of the puzzle, not even the whole puzzle. You know what I'm saying? Now, again, I'm going to salute because you did your thing. I seen the game. You know what I'm saying? My team is the heat. But your size, the blocking, you shot free throws. Like, hey, I'm going to commend you what you did. But you're not going to be the main reason why they won. Like, they could have won without you. AD was just housing niggas. AD rebound. Um, offensive rebounds, defensive rebounds, defensive plays, offensive plays. You, what did you do? Defense. When did you score a fifteen footer? 
A 12-footer. Yeah. He, like, come on, man. He was just in there to use up some minutes so AD wouldn't be as tired, I guess. What, what, what's <laughs> the know? other talk that you was, you was actually trying to bring up? All right. So this one is – this is another NBA topic. This is more in the line of, like, sports gossip, but fuck it. It's out there, and it's sports. So Why not? Supposedly, there's an old photo circulating around of a young uh, 24-year-old Magic Johnson kissing a young 16-year-old Janet Jackson. Now, this was like at like some like some music or like American Music Awards or some shit like that. But a lot of people are, you know, now they're calling foul, whatever, whatever. You know how it is nowadays. But Man. all right, should he be judged for that? Like, should we judge someone's actions from the past with current day standards? Like, what? What do y'all nah. think? Of, what do y'all think about that? Like twenty-four nah. year old Magic Johnson Look, kissing sixteen-year-old Janet Jackson? Because now, at, now people are like almost like at there's some people talking shit like, oh, he's got to be canceled, blah blah blah, right? At that particular time, at that particular time, I would have had a problem with it. I have a problem with people digging up shit like twenty, forty years ago and now trying to bring it up now. If you had a problem with it, you should have brought it up and addressed it when it happened. Don't talk shit now about certain shit. Now, again, I don't condone fucking grown men dating fucking young women. That's not the thing. But my whole thing is it's even going back to, like, the Bill Cosby thing, even with the rape shit. You feel me? Like, yeah. No. At the end of the day, I feel like if you need, if, if, if something happened to you, it doesn't take you 40 years, 20 years. 10 years 15 years to say something about it if it's wrong now and it was wrong then so why not address it then when it happens regardless of what situation it is you know because i do not agree with how these um these men um hold they self or use their power for certain shit but again i still do un- understand that look if there's a problem if something happened you know if a robbery happened 20 30 years ago don't fucking call the police today in 2020 for something that happened in 1990 you know what i'm saying yeah so 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 that's where i you know come around with that because again regardless of the fact you know you got janet jackson she wind up growing up to be successful and i'm not going over the, the actual topic but again if there was a problem and these was famous people and Famous people got money and famous people like to be honest with you, the Jacksons are bigger than Magic Johnson. So, again, if you really want to be technical, like the power that that family held would have been able to to address that situation. So, again, me personally, I don't think I have no say in that topic. Let that family let Janet Jackson come out and say otherwise. Besides that, if she don't, then I have no fucking, um, I have no say in that topic because if she don't have a problem with nothing to address it, yeah, then I don't I, either. Yeah, I, I mean, I couldn't agree with, with everything that you just said. I mean, more with it, actually, because <laughs> it's like, that has nothing to do with me, and it happened a long time ago. So, like, why am I really going to go into whether it was morally right or not at the time if it was an issue it would have been brought up a long time ago apparently it wasn't a huge issue to bring it up so why rehash something you know why would you try to open up that wound like there's no reason to like so i mean as far as the the overall 
action of it. Obviously, it's not something that exactly. is a good thing to do, uh, especially exactly. if you have a daughter. You don't want your daughter dating someone who might take advantage of them, of course, exactly. especially for reasons of them being famous. So, yeah, I, I do think it's wrong, but to to chastise my magic for, for that now is wrong, too. Exactly. And whoever does that, you know, They're doing anything for clout. Yeah, you you just doing it for the wrong reasons. All right, um, I think this is probably the last on sports. Um, but we're gonna talk baseball. Um, uh, oh my god, and we're you gonna know, talk about why we don't really discuss baseball. Why, like, supposedly the World Series has set a record low for like lowest World Series viewership. Nobody's so gonna watch we that just, shit. We just we. I guess I just want I just want y'all to explain to I guess the audience why we don't really. I'll do watch a little, baseball. I'll you know, do a quick know. one, and, and and Marcus will elaborate a little longer. Right. The reason why motherfuckers do not fuck with baseball is slow, it's boring. It seems like these old old um, fanatics or the ones that's that's involved in the game do not want to get with the program. Times change, so you need to change with the times. You know, if you, however you need to speed up the game, I don't know how you do to make it more you know, interesting for someone like myself that you would need to actually help build the the MLB, um, um, you know, Major League Baseball. Because, again, you got to understand, those old individuals, I'm sorry to say it, they're dying out. And you need a new fan base. And if you can't, you know, reach the new fan base, which is myself, Marcus, and even younger individuals, then your sport is dead. It's kind of like how boxing went for a little while, you yeah. know. Um, like you know, people boxing started, did down. For you know, like it was 10, down for 15. a little while, and Mayweather brought it back up. Mayweather, Pacquiao, and even um, Tyson Fury and and, and Wilder and, and Wilder started mm-hmm. bringing it back up. But it, you know, that's recently. So again, as far as you know, why nobody watches baseball? It's boring. The Marlins wind up, you know, making the playoffs. And, and, you know, we so used to it being so slow. Like, you got to understand, like, times has changed, you know. And, yeah. And, and, and the people that they're uh, – not even just people. People's attention span is real slim. So, you know, even when it comes to podcasts, sometimes you got to break it up, you know. Why? Because somebody don't want to listen to a two-hour podcast. They want to listen to five minutes, three minutes, this, that, and the other. But, again, baseball do not want to change. So, since it's not yeah. wanting to change – that's what's going to be the outcome. Yeah, I mean, it's a simple explanation of this. I ain't got time for that shit. <laughs> you know, I, I I ain't got time for, like, baseball. I Look, the seasons are too long. The innings are too long. Like, it's just it, it's way too long. Like, why? Like, there's no reason why I need to be sitting for nine innings through a fucking game. That's, How many I hours like, is that? Four or I five? Mean, it, <laughs> that's what it feels like, you know, because I'm like, damn, I could be doing doing something else, you know, like watching a football game or a basketball game, you know, like this. I cannot watch baseball. It, it's a, it's kind of a good old boy's sport anyway, or it's kind of a social sport. I mean, it's, it's a sport where, like, you can really just go to have a conversation. Like, the, this is what I hear from baseball fans okay like going to a game is really about going to a game and drinking eating and chilling 
Yeah, so, and you okay. just happen to look and like, hey, there's a baseball game going on. You know? So he, I think the, the sport true, also, it's true. I think, lacks I star that. power. It lacks star power. Like, I can't. Can I name you a baseball player right now? Um, I heard of somebody named Mookie. Yasiel Puig. Mookie something. Mookie Betts, I've heard this name. Um, Judge. Judge. Something. Aaron Stanton. Judge. Stanton. That's about Bobby it. It's like, a, it's, like a, it's like a handful. <laughs> yeah. You got to stay in your lane. Right, you, right. You can't, you, can't, you can't hit a home run and, 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 and celebrate. Not, y- y- yeah. Like yeah. right, right, and there's some people who do it anyway, and I love those guys for doing it. Exactly, you know? <laughs> but like in baseball, I just can't. Yeah, they, there's no personalities. There's there's no there's no star power in baseball. I mean, we just named you just five people in baseball, but we can name you like a hundred in football and basketball. You know, I, and if you look at it. Are they real athletes? Yeah, they're athletes, you know, like but like these sports to me Babe Ruth is like fat these sports to me that there's there's a difference in like sports to me I feel like certain sports they smoke, they smoke cigars are like more like games if you feel what I'm saying like I feel like baseball is more of a game mm-hmm. it's not a sport yeah to me where you really exerting yourself mm-hmm. and your body sweating mental fatigue like it's just football's like that ufc's like that boxing's like that hockey's like that basketball is like that tennis is like that but these other sports like golf for example to me is a game that's not a sport to me you know like you're not really exerting yourself you're just showing a skill pretty much Mm -hmm. you know Pool is not a sport to me. Chess is not a sport to me. They're be they're like classified as sports. Games. You know, I'm just yeah. like, nah, those are just games. You know? So that that's kind of the way I look at baseball is kinda like on the fringe because yeah, you do run, you know, and you have to run and dive for the ball sometimes. And and hitting a baseball far is hard as hard. fuck. <laughs> you know, like especially when somebody's throwing a ninety mile mile per hour fastball, to me. The real athletes are the pitchers because to throw as hard as you can, like and be that accurate, to be that accurate. That's why they need days rest because, like, that's that's exerting yourself to the maximum. To me, I feel like they're the only real sports people in that particular sport. But yeah, um, those are the kind of the main reasons why I just I just can't watch baseball. But we got one last question from our loyal producer, Chris. And uh, oh yeah, definitely. Uh, actually, you should probably talk about that before this next topic. Uh, so Khabib versus Gaethje is actually happening right now. It's in uh Dubai or whatever the fuck. But uh, that's that's pretty easy. Khabib is a is a nasty wrestler. He fucking mauls you. He has I don't know if you know Khabib. He's like this. He's a Russian know, he's dude. He has that him. like video of him wrestling a bear when he was like a kid. Yeah, I remember that. Guy. And he's fighting Justin Gaethje, which is also a good wrestler, but he's never really shown his wrestling pedigree in uh, MMA. You know what I mean? So uh, truthfully, if Gaethje could stop. Khabib from taking him down, which is highly unlikely because Khabib is just, he's a monster, then Gaethje could whoop him up. 
Gaethje could use because Gaethje used to be a college wrestler and an, an elite one at that. But once he transferred over to MMA, he just became like a straight brawler. He's like one of the most exciting fighters that you'll ever see fight. Like, cause he just throws the fuck down. Like, there was one point where he was even saying, like, look, he was just like taking so much punishment, but also giving back so much punishment. Where he was saying, like, look, I probably have about like five, five or six fights left in me. He was like, um, you have to watch me because this is the way I fight, and I know I'm not gonna last long. So, but he's done better about like actually you know actually like keeping his composure and like actually just not throwing it all out yeah so i think could be i think could be he's gonna win i think could be takes him down could be mauls him but isn't this like a long layoff it could be like it ha- hasn't gaethy like gaethy fought gaethy gaethy was the first fight uh when all sports shut down after the, the pandemic that he he was the first fight versus tony ferguson and he Fuck Tony Ferguson up pretty bad, and Tony Ferguson is is dope. Uh, Khabib, yeah, Khabib hasn't fought in a minute, but I don't think I don't think ring rust is that as bad as I mean, as prevalent his, as like was, boxing. Didn't he have like one other fight after McGregor? Yeah, he fought. Who did he? He fucking fought. Damn, who did he fight? I can't even fucking remember. I can't remember either. But. But, but I feel like it's just been a long layoff. So yeah, yeah, know. he's yeah, it's almost been like a year. Do you think it's almost Russ, been a year? Must be a factor. Nah, cause cause he's he's Muslim and he's disciplined and you know he's from like Dagestan and it's he's not like an American where it's like oh I have a year off let me fuck it let me drink let me go chill with the boys like he's straight discipline you know okay. the one of the only things that might be that his dad just passed away from COVID and his dad was like you know like the main thing in his life like his dad was his main trainer and he trained all these dudes from dagestan and he kind of kept a lot of them them boys in line and just the way they are in the, the muslim culture is like his dad meant everything to him so yeah. that might be one thing but nah i'm gonna go with khabib i'm gonna go with khabib i truthfully i'm rooting for gaichi because i'm rooting for america but fucking khabib's a beast yeah, I'm going with Khabib too, uh, just because he's Khabib. Like, I feel like he is probably he's definitely in the top five uh, of the best fighters right now yeah. in the game. Yeah, you know, yeah. like so, like I, I just trust him because he is he's just deadly, bro. Like, yeah, Khabib is just deadly. Yeah, he's like, a beast, man, and he could beat you in a variety of ways, and you don't want to get him on the ground. It's like he'll just pound you. So. I don't know. I just, I just feel like he is gonna. I feel like he's been chomping at the bit to fight. Yeah, you know, and it's been a long time until yeah. he's finally got out there. So I feel like he's gonna come out guns blazing. So, uh, besides him, who who do you think is uh, like the best UFC fighters right now? Uh, there's this new dude that everybody talks about. Like, I don't can't even pronounce his name. He's like another one that's like I don't know. I think he's Muslim also. Or he's from like East like Eastern Europe. I'm not sure. It's like Dagestan or Kazakhstan, one of those places. His name is uh Chim Chimayev, some some one of those <laughs> names. But he's looking like a really crazy prospect. Uh, you know the boy Israel Adesanya is doing his thing. You yeah, know, yeah. Uh, Kamaru Usman. He's he's holding it down. Yeah, those those are but, the two yeah. for me too. Yeah, those. I mean, yeah, but that's about it for 
for UFC. What what I did want to ask both of y'all, which doesn't have to do How with sports. How about that Lopez fight, though, man? Oh, Lopez. Yo, that Lopez fight was Lo- hey, crazy, you watch it, did man. You? Did you watch the, the boxing fight? Teofimo Lopez? Yeah, that should start like at Yo. fucking twelve at night. Didn't think that, start too late, man. That thing was great, man. Like it, it was just a great fight because you knew you had the favorite, you know, coming in, and then Lopez is this guy who was not favored to win, but the American, you know, who yeah, was just trying Brooklyn to really kid. win like a total of four belts, you know. So it was like the the undisputed, you know, championship type of bout, and it went the distance. You know, got all the way to the end, and then like the last round, they like battled it out yeah. like it was Rocky. You know, there was like punch yeah. for punch. Yeah, Lomachenko Lo- 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 you know? kind of started off slow, so. The yeah, I said, I said, if you're gonna put like if you're gonna bet on it, I said if you gonna if you got to put up your mortgage, then you go with Lomachenko. But I was, I was oh, uh, the Matrix. The Matrix. Matrix. Yeah, <laughs> he he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't matrixing too much on that fight. Like, yeah, Lopez was whooping he up started like off slow. Like the first six rounds, Lopez was like he wasn't even throwing too much back. But because Lopez, he's he's fast. He's a fast kid and fast. And he'll hit. You know what I mean? Fast. But little Hands, by little, little by little, Loma, Lomachenko started finding his rhythm. Maybe like around the sixth round. I think he realized started, he was starting to lose. Oh yeah, he was just like Lo, yo. Lomachenko started putting it on his ass too, but. Fucking, lo- he's yeah, like, lo- yo, Lopez I know I'm losing down. this fight. I ain't going out like no punk. Yeah. I've been the champion. Nah, for this yeah, long. Lo- lo- Lopez bit down. He did, he did some real championship hard shit where he was like, Lomachenko started to hit him hard, but in that last that twelfth round, Lopez was like, nah, he's like, he's fighting back and start hitting him with some nasty shit. But yeah, that that was really, yeah, you that know, was a really you, dope fight. You know who's one of my favorite boxers though is uh, Terrence Crawford, bro. Oh, T Bud. Yo, Terrence Crawford. Bud Crawford. Like he's like he's like old school, bro. Yeah, yeah. He's like old school Marvin Hagler. Yeah, like he's just coming uh, at you. He's got killer instinct. Just doesn't care, right? He's straight. He's got he's, no he's, regard he's for human killer. life. <laughs> Terrence Crawford, you know. Killer. Actually, he fights soon too. I think he actually has a good fight. Let me see. Who does Terrence Crawford fight? Yeah, that's that's what I was gonna ask Which next. Is like, soon. When can we see Terrence Crawford back in the ring? Because that guy is just fun to watch. He's just fun to watch. He's like deadly, and he's got that killer instinct. He fights Kell Brook on November fourteenth, so next month. And Kell Brook is—I think Kell Brook is an Englishman, really, okay. really a solid fighter. But hey, Terence Crawford should should handle that. But don't don't ever take anybody lightly in the boxing game. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I right, so that's that's gonna be a wrap. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much a wrap. I I did. I wanted to ask y'all, yo, yo, Wes, have you ever heard of these uh, versus battles? Yeah. So I like because we we love hip hop. Like I think the last podcast, once we we shut down the podcast, me me and Wes was just here talking hip hop, and I was like, man, we should record this too, because you know all three of us we love hip hop. Of course. Yeah. This doesn't. This is not a sports segment. So boom. Right, the versus battles. Have you heard the versus yeah, battles? Yeah, yeah. All right. So just to tell the audience if they don't know, Timbaland and uh, Swiss Beats put together like during the COVID shit, like just artists getting on like Zoom and they'll battle with their best like twenty hits. So the next battle, Ti versus Young Jeezy. Wow. So, song song. They, no, yeah, wow. they, they both agreed. Uh, there's, there's no date yet. There's no date yet. Wow. There's no date yet. But Ti versus Young Jeezy, song for song, hit for hit, 
20 songs. Oh, wow. song for song, hit song for, for hit. song. You know, I love, I love Ti. I right? love Ti. I love Ti. Ti is my dog, man. Like Ti from like from I'm serious. I'm serious. You feel from me? I'm serious, bro. Like still ain't forget myself. Yo, I still ain't forget he, myself. He actually played at, at my homecoming at, at Fam, dog. And he was just a young dude coming up with I'm serious. But I already heard I'm serious. I was just like, yo, that's what's up. So. Even from then, I've been a big fan of uh, a Ti, and especially when he came out with Urban Legend, which is definitely a classic. Of course. And then a couple of his later albums, I think, were extremely slept on. Ti got hits for days. He does. But it cannot compare to Jeezy, Jeezy. though. <laughs> it 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 can't it can't compare down. to Jeezy to to me. It's just I mean? if it's twenty songs, I need a reset. Maybe if it's like more songs, then I might give it to Ti. But if you give me tw- the twenty, 20 best this hits, the twenty best ones, then Jeezy's gonna win. Jeezy hands me. down. <laughs> you know, yeah. but what it should have been was Jeezy versus on Gucci. You know, so you yeah. know they beefing and everything like that. But that's what it should have been since the but, so icy days. You know, but but you know, um, so I agree with Marcus, man. Like Jeezy just got too many hits from Thug Motivation One Hundred One to One Hundred Two to the, the entire recession. album like, God, of Thug Motivation One Hundred One. You feel me? Like, come on, man. Like you're gonna play the majority of that album, and then you know the recession. You know, um. Thug Motivation 103. Yo, I, I just feel like he just has just more overall hits that I love to hear, you know? Like, there's so many songs that he's done where that's that's my song I get crunk to in the club. <laughs> you know, and I'm rapping every every word. Uh, T.I. I think T.I. T.I. has more hits. I feel like he has more hits for the ladies, though. He has more pop hits. So it depends on like the audience that tunes into the verses, but that's right. But not yeah, that. if it's G shit, then Jeezy's gonna win. But if it's like pop shit, then Ti is gonna to win. Me. Listen to me. <laughs> me and my dolls, my homeboys from the V, we don't went to a. Um, it was the headliner was Ti. Before him was Jeezy. I swear it was like Jeezy concert. <laughs> Everybody was on their foot, on their feet for Jeezy. When T.I. came out, yeah, T.I. did his thing, but everybody wasn't standing up. Like, nobody was sitting down for, yeah. for Jeezy. Everyone, like yeah. me, Bundles, Weez, everybody was standing up word for word. Yeah. Jeezy didn't have to say shit. Even though he was doing his thing, yeah, I actually I actually been to to a Jeezy concert too myself, right here in Fort Lauderdale, Ooh. and you you get surprised to how many songs you, you're got. saying the whole song pretty much, you know. I'm just like, damn, and like what was impressive to me is like he was rapping everything, you know. Some sometimes you you got a hype man or whatever, he rapped everything like i was tired and i was just you know watching the show so i know he was so i was just like damn nah but jeezy like that you have to compare jeezy to somebody else like maybe i don't know or yeah rick ross maybe rick ross or maybe a kanye maybe i don't know (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, that that'll be an interesting battle, though. 
because T.I. got some G shit too, man. That stand up is gangster. That's got to be one of them. Because <laughs> his, his verse is probably the best one. And you had Trick and Lil Wayne on that song. Um, Actually, I don't know. Lil Wayne's verse is pretty good too. I don't know. Who would Lil Wayne be? Lil Wayne would, would go against who? Drake? Lil Wayne and Drake? Lil Wayne and Drake, nah. Um, Wayne got more. Wayne got more more shit, but but Drake got more hits. You feel me? Like on a worldwide base, but but um, you know, um, ultimately, you know, it, it, it all it, it's it's just like the 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 goat conversation. You got LeBron, you got Jordan. Ain't yeah. nobody gonna agree. It, it, everybody yeah, gonna stick is. with everybody who got they their own top with, five you know, or top ten, and, 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 and we can go down that rabbit hole you know, if you want because we can save it off for the day. We can say um, that for the next podcast. Again, we like to 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 thank you guys for watching this podcast. You know, I got myself West the best, and I got my dog Marcus Benjamin with the Benjamin Report, and I got my dog Chris. You know, the producer holding it down. Um, next week, um. We're going to go ahead and give it to you raw and uncut again. Um, but again, like we said, we're going to go ahead and start um, giving you these peak, these picks on Wednesday so you guys can go ahead and use our and enjoy analysis and, 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 enjoy and bet on our picks so y'all can make y'all some money. So, so again, you guys take care. It's your boy Wes. Um, back at it again at the Mark West on Sports Podcast. You guys have a good one.